with idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. But now we have that gorgeous word. I never thought a word would sound so good. It's called total acquittal. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Oh, if I got a good daiquiri flavor for today, since we're daiquiris on Friday. Live from Studio C. CZ, you're... I need to make the room dimmer. Wow. Let's see, uh, how dim does it need to be? I like to, be, I like to be so dark I can barely see anybody. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Edge Edge, they say. Who is this Pete Boot Edge Edge? In honor, Boot Edge Edge! In honor of the debate tonight in New Hampshire, we're having lobster-flavored daiquiris this morning. You know, it's a little early in the year for icy drinks to me, but... How about I lobster? do enjoy the lobster. How about lobster-flavored icy drinks? Nice. Oh, that's going to be delicious. Can I have a lobster Manhattan instead? Does it have a butter float on top? Oh, there we go. Lobster teeny. Oh, we're butter float. We're putting, oh, so gross. we're putting live lobsters in there, so it's... Well, that's, <laughs> that's more macabre than I was picturing. Oh, boy. Wish we had an opaque... I probably should have shelled them, too. That looks a little chewy. <laughs> Barbaric! I wish we had an opaque blender thing there, because I don't like being able to see what's going on in there. Is that an eye? What is that? <laughs> oh, boy. This um, is grim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Kind of lost in all the conversations seems to be the idea that Mayor Pate could actually win, which obviously he could. Oh, the nomination, you mean? Yeah. 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 Absolutely he could. But who is this guy, huh? <laughs> I know. Nobody bothered to take him very seriously. It's going to take one more contest before I need to do a deep, deep dive myself. Oh, we're going way deep. Way deep. Childhood. Give you an idea, though, how much the first contest matters. Pete is up 12 points in four days in the daily tracking poll of their number one poll there in New Hampshire. Since his good showing in Iowa, he's gone up 12 points. That is crazy. I thought works. the idea was that the good people of New Hampshire have been super into this and have really vetted the candidates and have been paying attention. Iowa picks there... corn. We pick presidents. That's what they say. They ought to stop saying that. Anyway, uh, so that's fine. That's fine. Hmm? That's super. It's, weird. it's, it's wacky, but it is what it is. I mean, it, it is. What's the booze in this lab's lobster da- daiquiri? Is it what do you? What's the booze you put daiquiris in daiquiris? Are typically rum. Oh, it's rum based. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. you can get you can get some of the flavored rums, like a, maybe a spiced rum if, if you're so inclined. But uh, but yeah, we just did we well well rum for this. <laughs> well rum and yeah. lobster. Yeah, it was yeah. a. It, it tough. You don't want to use the good stuff on the first go round. <laughs> that, that is a unique flavor and smell. Let's introduce everybody in the squad there. Uh, we got uh, board operator Michelangelo pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing okay. Um, I got my wedding coming up in October, and, of course, I talked about it. I'm worried about the dancing, quite frankly. I'm not a dancer. You're but, worried about the dancing? Yeah, and my fiance, she wants us to take dance lessons so we can, you know. Ah, that's cool. I've, I've known a couple of people who did that, and it went very, very well for them. They actually had a, a, a dance to the song, like... Uh, a classic 
ballroom dance sort of thing. Sure. Yep. Wow, that sounds like a terrific idea. Which, yeah, but I'm trying to think what kind of dancing. I mean, do I do a salsa? Do I do a, break. a waltz? You know. The great sport of break. Disco. Break dancing. I want you spinning on your back in a tuxedo. I think that'd be awesome. Crowd would go wild. Yeah, what? I'm just. I'm afraid my wedding's gonna be too boring, and so I'm thinking we we need to have some stuff <laughs> to liven it up. It's not a show. It's a, you're joining together in yeah. holy matrimony. I base all weddings on the entertainment value. Oh no, Michael, you're too much juggler. I'm always saying at weddings. <laughs> I keep hearing at home, quit trying to make everything a bit. You know, boring. <laughs> That's I'm gonna I, shout out in the middle of your wedding. I've heard Pick that. Pick up the pace. I've heard that a few times in my life, also, Michael. Everything doesn't have to be a bit. What kind yeah. of dancing does your fiance enjoy? You know, I'm not really sure. Probably more of a waltz, like a slow dancing type thing. So, I don't know. But she also wants to do fast dancing as well. So, that's where I'm afraid that I'm going to look really dumb. Boy, a waltz would be super classy. I can do that. I love that idea. I mean, I could do something simple, I Uh, think. I would take lessons and do that any day of the week. But the standing out there, pumping my arms around. Everybody staring at me is just not my thing. No, no. How about the old soft shoe? You ever uh, enjoy that? Kind of a river dance, that type of thing. <laughs> All right. Learn to, right. Moving along. Learn to do that a stair thing where you like walk up on a chair and then it tips over. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, uh, eagerly anticipating, I don't know why, well, I'm not eagerly anticipating the Oscars. I can't wait to see what the results are. I'm not going to watch the show. I'm over anything where there's acceptance speeches and gratuitous applause. Is that Sunday? That is, is Sunday, yes. Wow. Uh, so I'm finalizing my uh, my predictions as such, uh, and I believe that will be the focus of my uh, my podcast today. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I've kind of taken over the Friday podcast. Awesome. And been doing, a, been doing a little solo thing, rambling about various things, what I've been watching. I did a, a Super Bowl recipe thing. Uh, for for people to take to their various potlucks, and yeah, I think I'll do a, a prediction show for uh, for today's episode. Who's hosting the Oscars, or is it hostless again? I believe it is once again hostless. Okay, because of political correctness, you can't find a big name who hasn't tweeted something or been in a movie that uh, had too much something or whatever yeah. in the past. Yeah. You just can't do it. That's something. Well, it's been a rough gig, you know, for years and years hosting the Oscars, thankless task, and now it's an increasingly loathed vestige of back when some people thought Hollywood was worth listening to. So, I don't know, to me it's like showing up at a Nazi party rally, you don't want your picture taken. Like showing up at a Nazi party rally? If if I were uh, photographed at the Oscars, I'd deny it was me. I'd say that's that's a deep fake or something. I wasn't there. I wouldn't <laughs> hang out with those people. It'd be embarrassing. Exactly. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, February 7th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin officially now according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. But I've beaten them all my life, and I'll beat them again if I have to. There you go. <laughs> yes. More beatings. We got, <laughs> we got more from the president's uh, long rambling Stream of consciousness, top of mind. Um, Wait a second, rambling, rambling, and I don't mean that in a. I don't need that. Mean that to be a criticism. Do we have our favorite clip of the president ready? But that that's we discussed. That's the way it was designed. Certainly, rambling, rambling. You say. Evidently, we don't. <laughs> 
So we're going to play Was the... Was I in the room for this discussion of the favorite clip? We are, uh, we are, are going to play the Bull S clip 50 bull. times today. Yeah, we yeah, got to get that on 50 yeah, times a day yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, anyway. rambling, I, I don't mean that as a criticism. I think that's what he's going for. That's his style. That's the way all his rallies are, and people cheer like crazy and wait in line for four hours to get in and see him. So uh, he, he, he feels that's the, the best way to do it. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, sure. I was just trying to cue up the clip. <laughs> Um, uh, we did, oh, we did that. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's nice. It's good. Plus, we have the clips of the week, of course, because it's Friday. Yeah, the president touched on why Jim, uh, Jim Jordan not wearing a jacket. Uh, he touched on uh, you look better after you get shot. I mean, a <sighs> number of interesting topics that the president got into yesterday. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. So we're drinking lobster daiquiris in honor of the New Hampshire primary and the debate tonight, and it's Friday, so we're drinking. I think you're right, Joe. The butter float was a bad idea. (laughs) It's just that coats your mouth. It's mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no caucus here. We show up, we vote, like Mm. Americans. I salute you, brave people of New Hampshire. Mailbag, coming up in a moment or two. Whoa, whoa, First, whoa. though, yeah, please. First, though, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Spring eel be early. It's a certainty. Coincidentally, Tater Tot Hot Dish is the name of a guy Joe Biden wrestled at a public pool in 1952. <laughs> Those are gaps that have to do with being old and senile. And how do I know that? I'm a bit that way myself. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and report your results. Can we listen in as you report them, Sean? Yep. All right, let's listen. All right. (laughs) Okay, hi. Hello? They hung up on me. (laughs) Well, what we have this morning so far is chaos. Chaos is a ladder. I I don't think that there's such a thing as an undecided person. Uh, My next-door neighbor is pretending to be undecided so that people will woo him. You can't run a Whole Foods race, and what I insist is still a Campbell Soup Nation. Yeah, even worse, coming in third was the write-in candidate, not Biden. Mayor Pete is younger than Justin Timberlake, Alicia Keys, Britney Spears. I'm wearing about half the beers I've been trying to drink, baby. (laughs) I'm aware that there are people in my party and in my state who will strenuously disapprove of my decision. First went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. Yes. Yes. Bullshit. <laughs> hey, I just saw there's a super moon this weekend, for those of you who are fans of... Uh, this. That's the first unique moon of the year 2020, isn't it? Uh, whatever. Got a super moon. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's a bullish moon, Mr. President. These wacky named moons. I've been on this earth, Jack, for a long time. I grew up with you got your full moon, you got your crescent moon, and you got your other crescent moon. Those were the three moons. <laughs> None of these modern millennial moons. 
wolf blue winter harvest super Indian hawk. super hawk moon. <laughs> hawk moon. <laughs> hawk moon would be my superhero name if I lost one. <laughs> Mailbag. Hey. <laughs> Here's your freedom loving quote of the day by none other than Ronald Reagan. <clears throat> I hope we once again have reminded people that man is not free unless government is limited. There's a clear cause and effect here that is as neat and predictable as a law of physics. As government expands, liberty contracts. Amen, Ronald. I was, I was thinking about this yesterday. <clears throat> I, I've said this for years now. I think one of Bernie's appeals is I think he's one of the few people that he would be just as happy as if somebody with his ideas became president as him. He wants his ideas to be the government. I believe that's As opposed to almost every other presidential candidate, they deeply want to personally be president. And they'll change whatever they're into. Oh, please. They'll put them on, take them off like clothes, their beliefs. And I was trying to think, is there a Republican example of that? And I think you have to go back to Ronald Reagan. I think Ronald Reagan would have been perfectly happy if somebody won who had the same ideas as him. Uh, to a large extent, yeah, I think so. Whereas almost everybody else was just going to say whatever they had to say to win a nomination and then become president. Mm, harsh criticism. Uh, on the mailbag proper, uh, got this. Uh, Randy in San Jose, California. Trump's general tone and attitude after seeing and hearing his remarks is disgraceful. I saw a clip of what Clinton said after his acquittal years ago. He sounded contrite and sorry. Whether he meant it or not, I don't know, but that was his tone. Well, Trump is not contrite and sorry because he thinks he's been persecuted from day one and thinks it was unjustified. It would be odd to be contrite and sorry for something you don't think was wrong. In the next half hour, we have to play the thing where he got into the uh, the, the, the shooting on the baseball field and how you oh, look better after you've been shot. And The lighter side of the near mass murder. It was an interesting uh, take. Uh, in response, perhaps, to Randy in San Jose, David in Spokane, Passes this along. I saw this on the internets today, guys. The devil bowed her head because she knew that she had been beat, and she laid that golden pen on the ground at Donald's feet. Oh, Donald said, Nancy, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you drunk old bat, I am your president. Round and round, run, boy, run. Nice. You got to like a 70s Charlie Daniels callback. Well, I tell you what, that song's timeless, though. That's like the national anthem. They're the national Nineteen-year-old kids know that song as well as, as I do. My, it is a permanent part of America. Both, both of my boys do. They the know great every Charlie word. Daniels. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Doctor J in Austin says, uh, bah, 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 bah. "When can we go back to referring to Mitt Romney as the rabidly sexist, elitist animal abuser?" I suspect this newfound love for Mitt lasts less than two weeks. Ten thousand dollar bet. Uh, also, I was reminded, and, and we are actually given the link to uh, the Snopes site, which is liberal fact-checking, but <laughs> that uh, Joe Biden said of Mitt Romney that essentially he's going to repeal the Emancipation Proclamation. He's going to put you people, the Republicans want to put you people back in chains. Mm. You remember that? That was St. Mitt. He was the great slaver. So Mitt's got an 80% approval rating in utah or that's high it did prior to wednesday i don't know if it moved at all but so does president trump hmm. so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out yeah or maybe nothing happens yeah let's see got a couple of emails on this uh, general theme i enjoyed them both uh, gordon says isn't in theory isn't it unfair for bernie to get so many votes he should redistribute some to make things more even that's a common theme yes yep, it's a good one though uh and uh, phil's gone into more detail 
Uh, thoughts on the Iowa vote, since all the candidates are socialists. Take the total votes, deduct 60% for the government, take the remaining votes, and distribute them evenly among the candidates. That is the fair thing to do. That's right. Bernie, you put in more time and more effort, and you did a better job. But that's because you have advantages, you have white privilege. We really need to take lots of your votes and give it to other people. Give them to other people. Oh, by coincidence, those other people will vote for me over and over again because I'm going to take from you and give to them. You see how that works, Bernie, and it's unfair and it sucks. Let's not do it right now. Here's Ron, loving life in Tennessee. Uh, He says, before I left to Cal Unicornia, guys, I was, oh, we're talking about jurors and jury duty, um, which I had this week, although I was not called to be on a, a jury on a trial, which disappointed me. Before I left Cal Unicornia, I was on a jury for a guy accused of stealing some expensive tools from Home Depot. The only reason this guy didn't plead is because it was it would have been his third strike. It was incredibly obvious that he was guilty. As soon as uh, we convened the jury room, a volunteer to be the foreman, uh, first thing we did was a blind vote. All guilty, but one. Once I figured out who the not guilty vote was, I asked directly, "What? what is your reasoning? His answer, because I hate Home Depot. We were unable to change his mind. Oh my yeah. God! It, it, and that's okay. You don't. You don't. You don't call the judge and say this, this person hates Home Depot. I don't know exactly. Reason. That's a good question. That's, isn't that crazy? Don't they get booted for that? They should have been pre-screened. Although people can lie in the pre-screening. You're you're under oath. Or hating Home Depot might not have come up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that's a pretty wacky position to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so when you get wow. called, serve on a jury. It is a constitutional right and a sacred duty. Yes, it is a pain in the hiney, but it's important. Lots of good stuff on the way that doesn't have anything to do with, uh, you know, the big story. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We were treated unbelievably unfairly. And you have to understand, uh, we first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all bullshit. (laughs) We then went through the Mueller report. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later after lives were ruined, after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. Well, that did turn out to be a whole lot of nothing. Many of the things said turned out not to be true at all. But anyway, yep. we got more of Trump coming up in a little bit. Where he does don't give me no process crimes baloney either. Huh? We got Trump talking about stuff that's not politics, about uh, Steve Scalise and his wife. That's the guy that was shot on the baseball field. Um, Jim Jordan's body, among other things. As it Trump, was, uh, uh, he held forth. He uh, did not hold back. He touched on many topics. Question for you. Why did you make Mayor Pete the general manager today? Oh, he's uh, obviously in the front, uh, the front row now. Clearly, indisputably the front row, and will be getting the scrutiny people in the frontier get. Yeah. He was named the winner by the Iowa Democratic Party. However, a number of news outlets, New York Times and NBC among them, have looked into the numbers and said, no, there's, this is a mess. This is a mess. They they talk to precinct captains and then go to the headquarters and their numbers don't match up. Plus they've actually seen the notebooks at this point. So it's And they say, "Hey, the math is wrong here." So the chair of the the National Democratic Party, Perez, 
has said, no, 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 this is a mess. So the, the state Democrats have declared a winner, whereas the national Democrats have said, you can't declare a winner. This is just a mess. Mm. Yeah, good. And what Bernie Sanders' old campaign chair is saying, the guy who ran his uh, campaign against Hillary, he's saying, it's always been this way. We just know it now because Bernie fought for and got more detailed reporting. The way it's worked ah. for the way it's worked for decades is everybody'd wait around and then at eight o'clock at night or wherever they'd announce a winner. And nobody exactly knew how they got those numbers or anything like that. They didn't have to open their books. Bernie's guy is saying, and he might be right, it's always been like this. You know, that's so interesting because I read an editorial, actually in front of Which me. Which is pretty interesting. This woman, uh, the headline is, The Myth of Incompetence, DNC Scandals Are a Feature, Not a Bug. They Want a Certain Amount of Room to Fudge. That's and reposition. pretty clever. That's and you pretty know what, clever. Listen, this, a clever phrase does not an argument make. But I like this, what she said. What do bad guys say in the movies when they order someone's murder? Make it look like an accident. Ah, good one. I thought that was really clever. It is. Yeah, Caitlin Johnstone. Well done. So while Pete may be the winner by a tenth of one percent, uh, that's you know that's certainly not nailed down. I'm Whatever not sure it means. I'm not sure it makes any difference yeah. at this point. Anyway, Bernie gets to say that he got the most votes. The fact that it's not a winner-take-all state makes me really not care what the actual quote-unquote well, winner but is. But it's always been about the momentum. The, right, the number right, right. of delegates is so small, it's inconsequential. You know, this is good, though. Jack, you're a, you're a seasoned political hand, an old hand, if you will. Which may not matter anymore. Well, uh, Sean's new to it, so Sean is, is taking my attitude. Wait a minute, some tiny incremental difference in how many delegates they get? That's not a win. I mean, it's, it's a win well, technically, but it doesn't matter. But what you're missing is the idiot media <laughs> and the idiot American politics anoint that winner by a tenth of a percent, whatever that means in a single state, and, and, and act like it's some huge achievement. It's politics really, is dumb. It's really no different than when your local team is winning, it has way more fans than when it's losing. The, yeah, they, just, right. they just jump on the bandwagon of the winning team, and the people that are kind of paying attention or not paying attention at all hear Mayor Pete won. They go, oh, I like Mayor Pete, too. Yeah. He's my guy. And he went up 12 points in the daily tracking poll in the last four days in New Hampshire based on his performance there, which has been, it's been unfair to all kinds of people. That's an amazing accomplishment. If he if he finished first or second in Iowa as that mayor of a of a pretty small town who's never received more than eleven thousand votes in an election in his life and is thirty eight years old anybody listening right now has as much claim to running for president as that and you jumped in and your name got out there somehow and you ended up on the stage and now you won the first contest that's that's absolutely incredible yeah it, it also speaks to some of the flaws in the rest of the field oh yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, you play the teams that, uh, that that come to your stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not much Indeed. you can do about that. Right. Um, but uh, so anyway, there's a debate tonight, and then on Monday they'll they'll have another voting, and that'll, that'll make a big difference. But I did I did watch some uh, in in uh, insiders today saying the Biden campaign internally believes they have to finish first or second, or they're done. So, uh, in in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Really? How interesting. I, I tell you it's what, funny the, they don't think they're done yet. <laughs> the whole winning and momentum and the rest of it. It's as if you know at the end of uh, April. Uh, there was a, a ticker tape parade in New York because the Yankees had won April. Just, it's, what are you talking about? But that's politics. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be that way anymore. So How about old, Yeah, never mind. I was. I almost brought up South Carolina. Why would I do that? It's a beautiful state, a fine place to play golf. 
Uh, other than that, I will not discuss South Carolina. So the latest daily tracking poll out of New Hampshire today, Bernie 24, Pete 23, basically a tie between the moderate and the uh, the lefty wing. Then you drop way down to Elizabeth and Joe, uh, like a second tier, maybe even a third tier. I feel bad for little Amy Klobuchar. She's just not charismatic enough. It's just the way it goes. Um you know that's probably enough of that. It's probably more than enough of that. But that just that that's a good American story, though. Small guy, small not not a small guy. He is a small guy. He is yeah. a small guy. But that was not fella. my point. Yeah, a cute little thing. Um, uh, uh, completely unknown to almost everybody. His name recognition nationwide is still incredibly low. I wonder what his name recognition was in in uh, Evansville. <laughs> It was probably fairly low. Most towns Who I've knows ever... their mayor? Very few people. I mean, unless you live in a big city and it's a big deal. Almost every town I've ever lived in in my life, I didn't know the mayor's name. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he probably didn't have name recognition in his own time. The fact that you can do that, there aren't many countries throughout history where that's even possible to even have a sniff of ending up being uh, the leader of the country right? from where he started in this amount of time. That's right. a good American story right Plus, there. he's blind. I mean, he's blind. I mean, he's gay. <laughs> Bullshit. All right, Mr. President. We do. Oh, man, did the president go on and on yesterday. Right. He said some crazy stuff and some insightful stuff and some defiant stuff. And, man, he, it's hard to imagine a topic he didn't touch on. Well, you don't want to do one of those there? Which one do you like best? Oh, my goodness. You like 41 better or 42? <sighs> well, there are different... Some are particularly notable. Some are particularly persuasive and, and, and eloquent. I don't know. I don't know where to go. Um, I kind of like... Uh, how about 33? Let's do 33, and then we'll, we'll give you some more on the other side of the break. They said, sir, you have nothing to worry about. All of the facts are on your side. I said, you don't understand. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And that was really true. They made up facts. A corrupt politician named Adam Schiff made up my statement to the Ukrainian president. He brought it out of thin air, just made it up. They say he's a screenwriter, a failed screenwriter. He tried to go in. Unfortunately, he went into politics after that. (laughs) Remember, he said the statement, which is a mob statement. Don't call me. I'll call you. I didn't say that. (laughs) The failed screenwriter. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, but but what he said about Jim Jordan and uh, and Steve, Steve Scalise, Scalise getting yeah. shot uh, was an interesting. Uh, what brought that up? <sighs> I guess because Scalise was there in the front row and he, he thought of it. Oh yeah, it popped into his head. So <laughs> uh, also we've got this Gallup poll: ninety percent of Americans satisfied with their personal life, and we'll break that down number by number. That's a good number, right? Ninety percent. I would say. Sorry about, sorry about get more than that. Sorry about your ten percent out there that are uh, miserable today. Uh, maybe we'll have some ideas for you. Yeah, there you go. Maybe join a club. Turn that frown upside down. That's what I oh. do. Doesn't that make you happy when people say that? That makes me want to punch people. How about when you walk down the hall and somebody says smile? Doesn't that make you want to smile? No, again, it makes <laughs> me want to throw a fist. Yes. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All right, this guy. So he's the NCAA meeting a couple of years ago when he was in college, wrestling champion. NCAA, that's the big deal. That means in all of college, you're the champ, you're the best. His record was ridiculous. Nobody, would, nobody could beat him. 
And I see it. You know, every time I see it, when I first got to know him, Jim Jordan, when I first got to know Jim, I said, uh, huh, he never wears a jacket. What the hell's going on? He's obviously very proud of his body. <laughs> and they say where he works out, you know, with the congressmen, senators, they work at, they say when Jim works out, even though he's not as young as he was, but they, he works out, the machine starts burning. You know, it's just a different form of a workout than us. Right, Sonny? What? <laughs> Donald yeah, Trump yesterday. Um, what, what was that speech billed as? Uh, just an address. I'm going to address the nation, and then I'm just going to talk about whatever pops into my head, which is fine. I think it, w- it was either strongly hinted or stated that it would be a response to the acquittal in the uh, Senate, and there the was, impeachment charges. And there was some of that. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Let's just roll on to the next one. A man who's braver than me and braver than all of us in this room, he got, he got whacked. He got whacked. My Steve, right? I went to the hospital with our great first lady that night. Right, honey? And we saw a man that was not going to make it. He was not going to make it. He was the doctor. And I told him, his wife, I said, she loves you. Why do you say that? Because she was devastated. A lot of wives wouldn't give a damn. <laughs> a lot of a lot of wives. A lot of wives would have said, hey, yeah. I said, how's he doing? Oh, she couldn't even talk. She was inconsolable. Most wives would say, not good. Uh, listen, I'm going home now. But the doctor came in. The wife is like, she was a total mess. Wow. So he's talking about Steve Scalise, who was shot on that uh, softball field. We remember that by the uh, the crazed Bernie supporter who showed up and started shooting people. Right. But uh, that, what a, what a odd thing to say. A lot of wives, they wouldn't give a damn. And and even without that to say, and she was inconsolable. She's that's 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 too personal a thing. Yeah. To talk about that way. Yeah. When I was well, on my deathbed and my wife was crying and we were wondering how she was going to raise the kids without me and everything like that. Yeah. That was a wacky time. You're right. Oh, well, he's got what? no filter. He does not have a filter. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> well, he went on that. He went on on that topic. Steve Scalise. I actually, honestly, I think you're better looking now. You're more handsome now. You, you weren't that good looking. You look good now. He looks better now. Can you believe it? I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> better now. Well, that's a, that's kind of a, a, a funny, chummy. You're better now. I don't know. It's just no filter. <laughs> I just don't know. I gotta have a certain relationship with somebody before they get to start riffing and joking about the time I was shot and almost died. <laughs> oh, oh, that was something. Yeah, that I'd was say. something. I'd say the um uh the 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 main portion of the first part of the speech that so much of this going after him over three years has been BS. He says he actually says the word. Mm-hmm. Um. Bullshit. Uh, okay. It's pretty accurate to my mind. A lot of the stories in the Washington Post and New York Times and things that various people said just turned out to not be true at all. Uh, I like this when he was talking about Mitch McConnell. It's clip uh, 34. Let's, let's hit that one. Somebody said, you know, Mitch is quiet. And I said, he's not quiet. He's not quiet. He's the, he doesn't want people to know him. And they said, is Mitch smart? I said, well, let's put it this way. 
For many, many years, a lot of very smart, bad in many cases, sometimes good, but people have been trying to take his place. And to the best of my knowledge, I've never even heard the subject come up because they've been wiped out so fast. This guy is great, and I appreciate it, Mitch. And he's also given us 191 now. I thought that was the one where he talked about how hard Mitch is to read. Do we have that one? Do we think so or no? It's it's actually pretty funny. He he said Mitch is so hard to read, which is good in the negotiation. He said, I'll, I'll get off the phone with him, and my wife will ask me, how did it go with Mitch? And I'll say, I don't know. <laughs> which uh, is the look he's got. Yes. That's uh, inscrutable. I don't know. Tertillion. It's Not just, Churchillion. Uh, Tertillion. <laughs> like a turtle. I don't know. I don't know if you... Uh, can you stand on stage with a guy who riffs like that and uh, and come off as... I mean, this was what Hillary attempted to do, is come off as, you know, uh, above that. Yes, that's one approach. Um, uh, let him be the vaudeville act and you're going to be the professor or, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's difficult to assess the uh, success of any strategy when it was run by Hillary Clinton, who is incredibly unlikable. What? Her supporters didn't like her. Nobody liked her. Phony, inauthentic, the rest of it. You get somebody uh, completely different with a completely different feel, might go differently. Yeah, well, we'll get a chance to find out. Of course, you know, he's also got the economic winds a-howling at his back. For now. Yeah. Got a long way to go. Um, Trump to propose 12% NASA funding boost aimed at fulfilling the goal of returning the U.S. to the moon's surface by 2024. 2024? That's just three and a half years from now. It's, uh, what do they say these days? It's an aspirational goal. Oh, you don't think that'll actually happen? No way. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, we I don't that... even have a lander. I mean, we've got yeah, a pretty... have a lander? <laughs> Well, unless you're going to yeah, have the guys parachute out of the rocket and then, I don't know, call Uber to get home. Uh, yeah, we have a big old rocket that's about ready to to blast away. I understand it. But we literally do not have a lander. Uh, and, and one can be developed, but it takes quite a while. Huh. Okay. Well, I got kind of excited over the idea of actually going to uh, the moon here in a couple of years. Well, do... it might not be way after that. And, you know, it's it's like the the oak tree. I mean, the best time to start building lander was 10 years ago. The second best time is today. So, yeah, go for it. It's funny. This is one of those areas where I have uh, a big disagreement with some of my libertarian friends who, who say, if this was worth doing, a private company would do it um, and let them do it and exploit it and whatever. And I think, I think that sort of national achievement means much more than... Uh, some of my egghead friends realize. As long as we're trying to achieve something other than the first woman in space, the first black person in space, the first Hispanic, always some sort of identity politics goal. Right. As long as it's that, then I'm fine. If it's a science thing, sure. Right. If it's a cultural identity politics thing, I have no interest in the space program. Yeah, I don't think it will be. I hope not. No, I think there's too much at stake. On college campuses, nothing matters anyway. Y'all are just running your jaws and wasting each other's time so you can get away with that stuff. But when you're sending uh, human beings to Mars uh, on top of an enormous bomb, which is what a rocket is, it just explodes in one direction, uh, and and trying to return them safely or have them colonize or mate with the Martians or whatever, um, yeah, there's too much at stake to engage in that silliness. 
We'll get into the details on the numbers on this later, perhaps, but pizza sent a record number of Americans to the ER in 2018. Pizza, the delicious flat meal? Pizza, the round, flat, saucy, often pepperoni or sausaged dish. I had pizza last night. Unplanned pizza. Were you hospitalized at any point? No, not that I recall. The number of hospitalizations in the United States involving pizza rocketed by more than 50% in 2018. I was ashamed, but you don't hospitalize somebody for that, generally. Whether it was caused by falling upstairs while carrying a delivery... (laughs) <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> or someone slashing a finger with a pizza cutter. you got to be pretty stupid to do that. There were 38... You don't deserve your fingers if you do that. There were 38... <laughs> there were 3,800 visits to the ER pizza in 2018 <laughs> that were pizza-related. Now, roof-of-mouth burn is certainly something I, uh, I've been guilty of because, you, you know, it's self-inflicted, but I've never been hospitalized for that. Uh... The unfortunate pie-related cases in 2018 include a 17-year-old man poking the roof of his mouth with a fork while eating pizza. What? An 18-year-old woman swallowing her tongue ring after feasting on a slice. (laughs) And a 21-year-old woman preparing a pizza who slipped with a bread knife in her hand and stabbed herself. (gasps) You know, we were eating pizza when Sam stuck a fork in his eye. We were at a pizza place and had to go to the emergency room. So that's on the list. Absolutely. And that was, no, he was younger. He was for three, that was 2013. But, uh, yeah, he was eating pizza, and he had a fork in his hand as a two-year-old, and he kind of slipped and hit his elbow on the table and jammed the fork right in his eye. Oh, my. And uh, we went to the ER. So pizza's a very dangerous food. One more reason. Deep dish. Eat it with your hands. Actually, this is a list that just came out. It's emergency room data. I'm going to see if I can bring that up, because I'll bet there's a lot of entertaining stuff in Oh, there. I guarantee there is. Not for the person involved, generally, at no, the time. No, but for but us. Right. <laughs> Let their pain be our pleasure, huh? Maybe not for the woman who swallowed her tongue ring, but, you know, it's fun for us. 